0: Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check it with me. Mental health check in with a Come on and check it with me. Mental health checking with a Come on and check it with me. Come
1: on and check it with me. Mental health checking with a Welcome, 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 guys, to another episode of mental health check-in with Leek. Today I have a special guest, um, Douglas Bradley. How are you, my brother? I'm doing,
0: yeah, I'm I'm okay. (laughs) I'm
1: doing okay. You sure, bro? You sure?
0: I'm not going to lie. Like, um, well, let me first say, so I have listened to some of the other podcasts and um, I know that you, you know, kind of, you know, notoriously ask people how they're doing mentally. Uh, and throughout the whole week, I was like, oh, I hope I'm doing good mentally, you know, because I'm pretty sure you may ask me the question. And yeah. today it, it wasn't really that great of a day mentally, if I could be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know,
1: you know what I'm going to do, bro? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. How is your mental health? You know, get a, a bag, you know? I'm going
0: to ask the question. How is your mental health, my brother? My mental health is overall good. Like, I'm I'm functioning. Um, but I, I have had some challenges um, lately. Um, just got some things going on, some changes in my life. Like, a um, new job that's a little bit difficult um, and challenging. So, I'm good, but... I am somewhat not good, if that makes sense. Like, I can function, you know, but I'm, I'm good, though. I'm good.
1: That's good, bro. I feel like I'm always good, and I'm not good. <laughs> you know, I'm up and down. So, you know, you're not alone, brother. You're not alone. <laughs> um, like, I love to ask that question, because you're just getting to people's ears. Like, how are you mentally? You know, we could yeah. say, hey, I'm doing okay. You know, but like, how are you doing? I'm okay. You know how we do. I'm okay. And you're not okay. But you ask somebody, how you doing mentally? Opens doors, opens co- doors for conversation, room for conversation, to check on somebody's mental health. You know,
0: and mm-hmm. I like to ask
1: that question. I try to ask that question now more often when somebody's like, you know, going. To, I'm like, hey, how's your mental health? You know. Um, but thank you for answering it. Honestly, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. My, my next I'm question pr- for you is: Growing up, was it okay mm-hmm. not to be okay for you um, I
0: was cause you repeat that for me. I'm sorry.
1: Growing up, I'm sorry, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you?
0: Uh, Was it okay to not be okay? I feel like it depends on who I was around. In some environments, it was okay for me to not be okay. Like, I think especially for like young, like black boys, you know, growing up, especially being a, a man or a boy and then being black, it's not always um, as acceptable for us to express, like if we're not okay, or to express our emotions. Um, nowadays, you know, it's it's kind of opening up a little bit more for men and, and Black men, you know, to kind of express themselves more. But as a kid, I definitely, um, I was like a little bit more sensitive. Like I would cry quite often. Um, uh, my, like <laughs> I had older sisters and they would kind of pick on me from time to time. They weren't mean or bad sisters or anything, but you know, just sibling rivalry. Um, but it, if I would cry, you know, I would be, you know, considered a punk or a sissy or a wimp or a chump, you know, things like that. So it depends on what environment I was in as if it was okay. Thank you, thank you.
1: Um... I going like to ask that question. There's always like a follow-up question after how's your mental. Health <laughs> because like, we all grow up differently, and it's always, you know, like dope to see how you know if we grew up and it was okay, have to be okay. It's always dope to see how people' answers are. And I thank you for answering that. Um, my next question for you, right? There is a stigma, right, surrounding men's mental health, but we're here to talk about men's mental health, right? so what do you say to that stigma you know you said growing up you know you can't be weak you know you can't be emotional men can't cry men can't get depressed what do you say to that stigma that surrounds men because you know that stigma is one of the leading cause of death of men and suicide so what do you say to that stigma
0: yeah um i think it's stupid <laughs> yeah.
1: i think it's stupid like yeah
0: Man, we're like, we're emotional beings too. Like we have emotions, we cry, like, just like women do, you know what I mean? And I think just like you said, it can often lead to suicide if you don't have a healthy outlet or some, um, a trustworthy circle where you can be vulnerable around. Um, I I think it's absolutely stupid (laughs) uh, that we can't express ourselves, you know, as, um, as we should, you know?
1: It definitely is a stigma that I hate. I just feel like men should, be able to, you know, be vulnerable, just be emotional, just cry if you want to. But I to be a judge because so many men suffer in silence, and you know mm-hmm. that is the reason. One of the reasons you know, like people are just you know dying by suicide. I want to make sure I say the right term, guys. Is die by suicide and commits, you know, and it's just sad and stuff like that. I just wish that you know I feel like we're getting a little better, but you know we still got a lot. Of work to do when it comes to stigma around men's mental health
0: yeah that's true man how how is your mental health i want to ask if, I, if
1: i'm okay if it's okay for me to ask you must have been watching some episodes because some people ask me that some people don't but <laughs> <laughs> mentally i am okay today but you know wow. i have my ups and downs where i'm depressed mm. going through some stuff you know or just have my days uh I'm okay, you know? Trust yeah. and believe. If I wasn't, I would be completely honest. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I mean, it only throws me off guard when people ask me that because, like, oh, sorry. it throws me off guard. And like, I had um was short on my podcast, right? And he yeah. asked me that. And they asked me other questions, too. The my friend was like, is he interviewed. I was like, no, I like to have conversations like this when people ask me that. You know, a lot of people don't do it. So it may, like, I may look like, okay, hold on real quick. I'm just, like, throwing off guard. Like so I you no, they you're good, but thank you. You know, I always appreciate when people ask me that. You know, thank you. Um, my next question for you is, uh, what does mental health mean to you? Mental health?
0: Um, what does it mean to me? It means... Uh, I, it just, I guess it means being, being healthy and taking care of yourself, um, mentally, just like you would take care of your physical body, your mind, um, needs the same type of care and the same type of attention, um, that your body needs. And, um, for, for me, like something that I have been doing lately, as far as mental health is, um, just learning to love myself, um, like there's a scripture that tells us that we should love our neighbors as ourselves, but we have to learn how to love ourselves before we can love our neighbors right, um, or we can, before we love each other, you know, right? Or other people. Yeah. So um, yeah, just mental health to me just means taking care, and making sure that you you can give yourself mental medicine, whether it's an off day, whether it's shutting off an unhealthy relationship, um, or taking a vacation all of that stuff or even quitting a job that may be stressing you out and shaving years off your life all of that is is considered like medicine just like you would take stuff for your body to be healthy you need certain things for your mind too
1: that's true man that's so so true um my next question for you right is like tell us about what you've been through my brother tell us what you've been through tell us what douglas has been through share your story (laughs) my brother
0: Oh, my story, I wrote a book, yes. it's called Stay Beacles Free, um, and it, it talks, it's a very candid, very raw um, description of how I grew up being attracted to the same sex. Um, I grew up in church my whole life, and um, it just being in, if I could be just bluntly honest, not all churches, but in quite a few churches, is not such a, a hot topic or comfortable top topic to talk about. Um, and whenever it's talked about, it's either shut down really, really quickly, or it's just oh, if you if you get you mess around, you're going to hell. You know, you need to get your life right. I even sat through a service one day where um, the the person was up preaching, and he's I couldn't I lost count of how, as to how many times he said the word sissy. His whole message was about these sissies need to get themselves right, and yeah, how are you gonna draw people to Christ unless you show the love of Christ? You know. Um, but I kind of got off into a tangent. I wrote a book, <laughs> and it goes into how I grew up being attracted to the same sex. Um, it talks about the first time I had a crush on a boy, the first time I fell in love, you know, with um, a, another guy, the first time I had sex with a guy. Um, so it, it goes there and it also talks about the love of God and how God loved me at my worst, and he called me beautiful. Um, when I didn't expect for him to, um, God showed me who he really was, you know, um, I'm always honest and upfront, sin is sin, you know, and I believe that homosexuality, it is a sin, but I don't believe there's um, uh, one sin bigger than the other, you know, so if you're going around the church and you're lying on people and you, you know, doing things of that nature, um, it's sin is sin, there's no big sin, there's no small sin, um, but God definitely loved me, through um, some of the worst times of my life, um, and his love is what drew me to him, so. (laughs)
1: Um, Something that you said, right, Um, like, yes, I guess homosexuality isn't talked about enough, you know, enough at all, so, you know, you know, people believe what they believe, right, you know, they believe it's a sin, some people don't believe it's a sin and everything, some people actually do change, you know, Um, you know, they, you know, been a homosexual lifestyle. I know people that actually changed. that's, you know, not in that lifestyle no more, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say that, um, like, I, something that, that I want to touch on, I agree with you, said, like, sin is sin, you know. Um, no sin is greater than no other sin, you know. And I feel like that's the problem with, um, I hate to say this, uh, with some church people, you know. Because I, you know, me, I, no you know, I consider myself tallies, right? Leak. But mm-hmm. do I have attraction to men? Yes. Do I act on it? No. Um, and like, it's crazy because like, once you're so open about, like once I'm open, so open about what I'm going through or just like my lifestyle choice or whatever like that, you know, I get judged and stuff like that. I had um, church that I was going to, they told me that um, this guy, he said, and all the guys, you know, you know, I was sexually abused by two of my cousins. And, you know, I, don't trust a lot of men. I don't have many male friends, so like I'm trying to make male friends, and you know, the person told me they said they're not they're not really cool with you like that or just close to you like that because of yes lifestyle, and that hurt my motherfucking heart. I'm like, damn, y'all could be cool with molesters, cheaters, wow. abusers, but when it comes to homosexuality, that's like the worst sin ever and stuff like that. You know, maybe man, I'm just like you know, I'm trying to find you know, you know, um, brotherhood that I yearn for and it's just like, you know, broke me because I'm just like, this is this is a place like a house of God, you know, anybody, everybody's welcome. Come as you are, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, do y'all really mean that? You know, like, you know, I understand some people may not accept the lifestyle, but you know, I'm more than, you know, what I went through as my trauma, I'm more than my depression, I'm more than, you know, who I am and stuff like that. You know, I'm telling you, I'm a you know dope ass person and stuff like that and it just like i feel like sometimes church folk they fail at that part you know god loves us you know shows love to everybody no matter who it is but like why well, can't y'all want to be like god y'all want to love like god but y'all can't love all his people and i just want to mm-hmm. talk about that yeah i, just talk on that. I didn't know he was going <laughs> you even written up i just was like, I, speak with us, you know? I don't talk about it you know i don't talk about it often and stuff like that you know and it's you know it's sad that people get treated like the people there's, and that lifestyle, stuff you know, my heart goes out to y'all, you know, people that's just looking for friendships, you know, just a brotherhood, mm-hmm. a praying friend, and they can't get that because of who they are or stuff like that, you know, just want to put that out there.
0: No, like, I appreciate you for saying that, like, and that's all real. Like, that's so real. The thing is, everybody got to struggle. I don't care if you the pastor, if you just joined the church, if you in the choir, everybody has a sin struggle that they got to overcome um so I, I i agree i don't like it when people they discriminate against sins they feel like oh you know this is this sin is okay that sin is good right there but homosexuality mm-mm. if you transgender mm-mm. no we don't mess with that type of sin that's, yeah. that's stupid like <laughs> god yeah. he died for every single sin um and that's that's sad i hate that that happened to you especially you know in church where people wouldn't want to befriend you because of what yours your sin struggle is versus theirs, because they got one too. Yeah, um, as it's, it's quiet as it's kept, it's a lot more people that's attracted to the same sex in the church than than what's being put out there. But I'm not gonna go there. all. I'm
1: not gonna do that. Yeah, we're, not, <laughs> right now, we're not gonna go that route. I I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not gonna go that. I'm gonna stay on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Let me get to my um, next question. Before I get to the next question, I want to say anybody out there that's struggling or any thoughts of suicide, a suicide ideation, or any deep dark depression, there is a suicide prevention lifeline at one. I mean, the new number is 988. I'm going to say the whole number. The number, quick number to dial is 988. If you know anybody struggling, if you're struggling, please call that number. And my next question for you, um, and I'll go first. Um, have you dealt with any thoughts of suicide? Or if you haven't, have you known anyone that died by suicide? Again, guys, die by suicide is the correct term. Not commits. Um, I struggle with um, deep, dark depression and suicidal thoughts. Um, you know, again, I was sexually abused by two of my male cousins. Then started dealing with that until I got like twenty six. It um, didn't really affect me to the pandemic. You know, just I think like I'm a homebody already. I'm being the house. This ain't gonna affect me. I was wrong. <laughs> um, I started mm-hmm. going back to church like around twenty. And like after 26, I started going back to church. I was away from church for a long time. And I didn't realize I had men issues until I started going back to church. And um I lost my mom in 2019. And then I'm lost my sister. And mentally I was messed up. You know, I've been times where I want to jump off a bridge. I just wanted to die by suicide and stuff like that. So, you know, I just want to share that out there, guys. You know, even though I'm doing this podcast and I do like support groups for Nami Bus County PA, you know. I still struggle, you know, I'm still open, about. I have certain friends where I can come to them and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Um, I commend you. Um, I know you told me that before, and I just think, I think your story from what little snippet that you gave me is so beautiful that you, um, you've overcome it and you continue to fight to overcome it. Cause it's a fight like that. People don't like to talk about when you have a struggle, how that thing can sometimes come back. Like, it's good for us to talk about when we're on the mountaintop. It's like, oh, I overcame it. But what about when that thing comes back around and starts to creep in or tries to creep in? So I, that's that's beautiful, man. And it's amazing. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide, my Um, I have
0: not. Thank God, but there was a time in my life where um, I didn't care if I lived or died. Um, I was living really, really reckless, um, having unprotected sex with with men that I didn't know. Like, even I remember I was in a car driving one time and I didn't realize that how I was driving was so reckless. One of my friends was like, Dang, Doug, I don't remember you ever driving like this. Like, I'm scared. Like, what's going on with you? Um, And I just, I didn't care about my life because I was so numb with everything that I was going through. Um, And I didn't, I I honestly, I didn't think that God loved me or liked me because of uh, my struggle with homosexuality. Um, But encountering God's love, his sincere, genuine, real love for me, it pulled me back and it gave me hope to keep living.
1: Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been there before, bro. We, like Probably more recent where you just drive and you just, I think once I just like, I was driving crazy, but I was like, if I just drive this shit over a bridge or just, you know, something like I'll be, everything will be over. I'm not going to be a pain. And a lot of people, I'm going to talk about suicide repair. A lot of people understand, a lot of people yeah, they want to, you know, take their life and everything but sometimes people just want to take their life because they're tired of being in pain you know they feel like they don't have no one to talk to they feel like they you know went to all the options and nobody's there you know i just want to tell people be easy and be kind to people you just never know what they are battling with you never know what they're going through you know you never know what your word words hurt sometimes that not to everybody but some people you know um, you never know that what you can say or a dude that can push somebody off that ledge. Not saying you have a reason, but you just never know what state of mind. Man. And I would say anybody out there that's shorting number with any thoughts of suicide, make sure you dial 988. The number is 988. Next question for you that I'm going to ask you before this was: What made you want to write a book? You know, I wrote a book, right? I have a mm-hmm. short, <laughs> short subtitle book, whatever. But not subtitle, but a short book that I have out there about my story. But what made you want to write a book? <laughs>
0: Um, so it actually originally started as a script for a TV show oh, that, wow. yeah, I wrote actually three seasons worth of, um, scripts for a TV show. If there's any like body that produces stuff that's out there looking for somebody, hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I know it's, it's like, bro, promote your stuff. I know that's right. <laughs>
0: I um one of the main characters was loosely based on my life. Um and I felt I figured, okay, maybe I can kind of sneak my testimony in that way without people really knowing, you know, that it's me that's struggling with homosexuality, because I wasn't, I was DL, you know. Um, I wasn't, nobody knew. So um I would like give my friend uh, the scripts and everything. And she knew about me that I was attracted to the same sex. And she used to say, I think you're going to write a book. You're going to write a book, all this stuff you've been through. And I was like, no, I don't want everybody knowing. And I was getting ready for work one morning. and I heard a guy say, yeah, you're going to write the book and everybody going to know. So I was like, OK, Lord, all right. So I couldn't tell him no. <laughs> so that's how it happened
1: um tell everybody where they can get your book it you know
0: Um, uh, it is available on amazon um you can download it or you can buy a print copy but it's called Save equals free on amazon.com
1: support 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 this black brother guys make sure <laughs> you go on your amazon accounts you know i know everybody got a list on there mm-hmm. <laughs> added to that list that's awesome. right <laughs> My well, next question for you, what are some coping skills that you can tell someone that's struggling with their mental health? Coping skills? Um... Listen, listen, it don't have to be, well, V was out there, everybody <laughs> had different coping skills, you know. You don't have to listen, you have to follow after them Just like, you know, everybody' opinion about coping skills. Tell somebody. Go ahead, my brother.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. That's important. Everybody deals with things in a different way. Everybody processes things differently. Um, for me, whenever I'm um, not in a good mental space, I um, so it's two things. I tend to withdraw myself. Um, and then there are times where I uh, surround myself in the right community. Um, I've always been more reserved and kind of shy, uh, which can, which helps sometimes pulling yourself away from people, but sometimes you need good people around you that you can open up to and trust and talk to and vent and get everything out as to how you feel, even if you do think, you know, you may want to kill yourself or if you want to go have sex with the person that you shouldn't have sex with or any of that stuff. It's okay if you have that right community. So, um, I like to sometimes, in some situations, get away from everybody. But then there are sometimes I like to kind of just sit in the presence of um, somebody that I can be vulnerable in front of without being judged, and pray and read. Of course, read
1: the Bible yes, and pray. Prayer is important. Prayer is important. Yes, is important. <laughs> yes so important. <laughs> yes. My last question. I like to end this off asking you, like, what is next for Douglas? Like, what you got? I know you. You know your author. What is next for you, man? Any more books? You know, what's going on?
0: <laughs> well, prayerfully, I could um I could get, get this TV series out. Um, and God can connect me with the right people. Um, I'm still so passionate about it. Um, I legit have like about three seasons worth of scripts for a TV show. Um, so I would love, love, love to um for that to become a, a real thing. Um, for, for the sake of encouraging people, entertainment, and for ministry.
1: so yes, I someone say, Tyler Perry, Oprah, you know, Lee Daniels, <laughs> Ryan Murphy, he is available. He has three seasons already. Three seasons. Come on, three seasons. Three seasons Make sure y'all hit him up. Like he has three seasons. <laughs> three, three seasons. seasons. <laughs> Nobody. There's never been a show like this. So let's, hey, that's, that's right. You know? let's, never talk about, you know? let's open these doors, you know, to these conversations and my brother i want to thank you again for saying yes to coming on the podcast um shout out to nolan for recommending you man you are a dope person (laughs) stuff like that nolan is like the connect connection guru like he yeah but he's
0: He's cool yeah he's cool that's my homeboy
1: (laughs) yeah thank you so much brother for saying yes thank you thank you thank you
0: no problem. Thank you. I appreciate you and for opening up to me
1: about your testimony, too, man. It's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you. Before we go, let everybody know where they can follow you at on all your social medias.
0: Um, You can follow me on Instagram. My It is uh, douglas.bradley.3. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Douglas Bradley, um, and TikTok. I do not know my TikTok. I'm sorry. I was not prepared for that, but. It's okay.
1: We post the episode. He's going to retweet all his social (laughs) media. I don't know my TikTok either, which is bad. (laughs) I want to thank you again, brother. Thank you so much, man.
0: No problem. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.
1: No problem.